The seven stages of relationships. Stage five, cooperation. Hi, I'm Beck from Be Free Emotional Fitness Training, and I support women and girls to become emotionally stronger. And I'm Vern from Move Forward Mentoring, and I specialize in male mentoring, helping boys and men find their passion, speak from their heart, and build better relationships. And together we are Rekindling Relationships. We work with couples through mentoring sessions, as well as facilitating communication and creative workshops to build deeper connections. Welcome to our podcast designed to help you strengthen and bring more fun into your partnership, as well as create a more loving, healthy and strong connection. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. So we're up to stage five. On cooperation. And this is a really interesting one because I think because the two of us collaborate on a lot of things, don't we? Well, you better cooperate and collaborate on this, otherwise there'll be trouble. (laughs) Setting the tone for the whole podcast. Cooperate then. You better cooperate. (laughs) So couples who do cooperate well. So what is this stage all about? What is cooperation all about? The last stage was commitment and people have made commitments to each other and there's a financial commitment and there's a stability commitment and there's a trust commitment. So from that you can build, can't you? So you can build families or houses or move on to that like next part of your lives. Mm. Yeah. So this one I think is a lot about when people start to intermingle their life, but they do it on a level where they might decide to have children. So Mm. that's like a collaboration, isn't it? Yeah, they've got to work together to do it. Yeah. Or they might work together on projects. It might be renovating a house. Yeah. Or they might actually start to work together in the community doing bigger things than they would do on their own Mm. as a couple. Yeah, there's lots of different ways that you operate. But in the cooperation It could be when you're cooperating to build a family, then what happens is the family takes precedence. Bills and everything else takes precedence and then that can actually be at the expense of the relationship because then rather than relationship coming first, which it had up until probably that point, now other things are taking taking over, which, you know, they're important. You've got to do them. But Mm. the relationship still has to come first, doesn't it? That's right. So I think this is a stage that sometimes people say, oh, we don't have any time for each other anymore. Or they might even be working together, but they're not actually spending quality time together. Mm. Or they're both working in different jobs, but they're both working hard. So when they come home, there's no really feeling to connect because you're tired. You just can't be bothered. You can't do it. Yeah. Or the the kids have taken up a lot of space too because they've decided. (laughs) What's that like? Oh, (laughs) Oh my goodness. I don't know. (laughs) Sometimes there are so many people. Four kids. You know what's funny is that I've. Throughout the week, I've just been hearing this sort of rustling sounds in the pantry. I'm like, I wonder which mouse is in there this time. Is it our giant is mouse? It our, is it our oldest? Is it our youngest? Who's mm. in there? Yeah, it's a giant mice. So, yeah, this stage is really important to not let those things take over your relationship, mm. to always find time for your relationship. Yeah, prioritise it. Mm. And that's, that's obviously hard. How many people go out on date? We were talking to a couple of friends of ours today who've got two little ones and they're three and one. And I guess because ours are bigger and a bit more grown up and they said they haven't had a okay. one date in a year and I guess a lot of people are going, mm. yeah, that's probably me as well. Or mm. Yeah, not maybe not even that. Like they haven't had that chance to have time for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So this is an important part of your relationship stage, but it's being balanced with it, isn't it? And not letting those other things take over your relationship. Yeah. Yeah, and not making the the you know the thing that you can build together, not making that the only thing that gets talked about. Even you know, have we got the dinner, food, have we organised this thing, have we paid that bill, and it's a lot more of the practical stuff mm. starts to come in, and less of the, maybe the heart stuff, mm. which is what brought you together in the first place. 
Yeah. Have you noticed that in our relationship or is that something that you um, have noticed in the past can become imbalanced? I think when I've lost sight of realities of the relationship, like I've got into other stuff, I think for us we do really well. You know, I really think that we have a good balance between the things we have to do and the things we maybe want to do more of, which is spend time with each I other. I think we're both pretty mindful of prioritising the relationship, mm. aren't we? Yep. Because it could. We could get very distracted doing all the other things, but yep. I think we're very, both very mindful of, oh, we need to take time out to spend time together. Mm. But in the past, uh, my experience has been that all those other things, particularly when your kids are really little. Oh, when, especially when they're little. Yeah. That, man, it's hard to do anything but deal with them they take over so i think that's a really important thing to be aware of of not letting all those things work kids renovating Mm. all the things take over your relationship at this stage if you're in this stage i think we do think oh we've got to get all these things done but i reckon if we didn't get some of those things done everything will still be all right yeah. The world wouldn't fall over. But if we don't get our relationship stuff right, then the world will fall over because then we don't have our support. We don't yeah, have our true. main support. Yeah. So our cat, Spargo, has just walked across the table. She's across, joining us part podcasting tonight. Over the top of the podcasting machine onto Beck's lap mm. and decided to plonk herself there. So we're okay with that. <laughs> Does, as long as she doesn't try to cut in, it's our show. <laughs> is making sure we have time for her yeah this is it so it's that quality time isn't it because if you have that quality time together relationship doesn't become like roommates or like business partnership or something like that Mm. it's actually this thing that you're working on all the time yeah and i think feeling comfortable with each other is a great thing it's Mm. that really nice space to be in in Mm. a relationship but i think we have to be careful not to become complacent and take each other for granted there was an interesting stat I read on that in the US that in relationships people start to take each other for granted around the two-and-a-half-year mark. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So you might find yourself in this phase mm. at the moment. When you're just sort of doing the things but you're not focusing on each other anymore. Yeah. You're both sort of doing your own thing, aren't you? Taking each other for granted. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or if one person's feeling taken for granted, mm. maybe that's a chance to go, all right, what would you do there? Do you reach out? Yeah, have that conversation. Because if you have that conversation, you deal with it. I think one thing I love about our relationship is that we help each other process things faster because when something comes up for me, rather than getting into a story about how you're going to think about it, mm. I just tell you I need to talk to you, tell you what's going on for me, and you go, oh, yeah. And I don't get a reaction because I get a. Be- I have a belief that there'll be a reaction. Mm. When there's no reaction, then I can go. I can let go of that belief. So you know, in that space, we both get to grow more. So giving ourselves time is actually giving ourselves time now while doing everything else because we collaborate and cooperate on a ridiculous amount of things, don't we? Yeah, we work together a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we work together, we play together, and we parent together. We actually had to do time together where we were focusing on our relationship and what each person needs and those mm. conversations and dealing with it. And as soon as it's talked about and processed, it makes life so much easier, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, sure does. It's not sitting in the background mm. simmering. It's not an unspoken thing. It's actually been spoken about. Maybe we have a belief that 
when we say something, we have an expectation of what the reaction is going to be. We never know what the reaction is going to be. What would you say to people out there, though, that feel like if they were going to have this conversation that they're feeling like they're being taken for granted or the relationship isn't being prioritised and they're feeling a bit dejected at the moment, like they're just housemates, what would you suggest to people that think that if they do bring it up with their partner, it's going to end up in a fight? That's your norm. Then there's maybe like our episode, Hates for Holding Space, the idea is that you learn how to sit with each other's feelings, mm. you know, by listening to them but by not projecting any of your own stuff. You, all you do is sit and listen and be open to what that person has to say. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, we're going to always get triggered by what other people say because it's and it's personal because that person might be upset with us or be annoyed by us and that's going to bring up feelings of rejection and feelings of not being loved. Or not no, good enough. Or not good enough. Yeah. Mm. What do you think people can do? What would be a good thing for people to do to help them with, you know, really being able to sit in that holding space? What do you think works for us? It's a hard one, especially if your relationship with your partner has been a little bit tumultuous with holding space. Mm. So when you feel like you bring up stuff, it's always a little bit... It's always drama. Drama, yeah, mm. rocky. I think if you sometimes the way you go into it. So if you say I really want to talk about our relationship and how we can make it better. Mm. Yeah. So it's a win-win. Yeah. And you could ask them, what do you think I need to do mm. so that we can have more time together and we can make this relationship better? If that's what you want, you want more time, mm. and you're feeling like you're getting taken for granted a little bit, and things have become more important, things have got the better of you, and they've become a priority. Everything else. Yeah. Then maybe it's just saying it like that, like, you know, what can I do to make this better for us? And I think always in that conversation is... Rather than the other person feeling blamed. So. Yeah, rather than being a blame yeah. and shame. Yeah, mm. making it, making it, this is a conversation where I want it not to be a zero-sum game. It's not me win, you lose, mm. or vice versa. This is we both win together because our relationship is better. Because and if you go in saying, oh, I feel like we're, we're not spending enough time together, our relationship is... Yeah, so being you, taken for yeah, granted. Then I might go. We're not having oh. enough sex. They're going to instantly think that yeah, it's, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Yeah, it's their fault. I need to protect, yeah. I, and I, I need to protect this wounded person. Yeah, yeah. But if it's a, it's a reaching out, hey, saying, hey, I want to do this. How can I make it better? Mm, for it's us? a different intention. Yep. Yep. That would be my suggestion. Yeah, nice. And then give the space, like give the space the mm. the priority it deserves. Yeah, don't get to the point where you feel don't, pissed off. Getting annoyed with people can build and build and build. Mm. And if you don't step in at a certain time, then you get to the point where there's yelling and carrying yeah. on and everyone walks off into their corners and licks their wounds and has mm. oh, fuck that guy, and then comes back again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you prioritise a relationship, then you have those conversations all the time. Yeah, you know, do. it's not a once a month. Yeah, it's true. You know, it's a regular thing. It's we are always thing. having this conversation. Yeah, and we have to have a regular conversation mm. to stay connected. Mm. And we have regular conversations and we both feel really like, yeah, this person's got my back. I trust this person. I'm not being taken granted. And both then, people are getting what they need yes, in the relationship. in the relationship. Then whatever we create from that space, whether it's raising kids, whether it's building or renovating or doing any of those things, will always be better because it will always be easier. It will be mm. smoother because you're less caught up in the emotional, I don't understand what's going on, than in the physical, the, you know, actually what's going on mm. right now around us. So thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed our episode, Stage 5, Cooperation. Please join us next time for Stage 6 on Crisis. 
Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and follow us. And check out our website at rekindlingrelationships.com. Bye for now. See ya.